Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all... It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is a global original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be talking about all the advice that people impart on us dads, sometimes without really wanting it. Plus, we've got another confession. This time it's about a stripper. And of course, JK's got new tech. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Didn't give me a chance to do my, my, my punchline, not my punchline, my slogan. What is it called? My phrase. I didn't. Yeah, your little caption. And actually, it's, it, we haven't got full on tech today. We've got um, a nod to tech that I want to review when it eventually comes out, which I think actually by the time that this is out there, it will be out. So the, well, w- that's why I didn't leave the space. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because what I've just said is really boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bored myself, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let me tell you this, mate. We, I, this is obviously going to be different for you, and worse for you because you're older than me. Yeah. All right. But, Twist sorry. the knife. So it's a little bit of a dig, but I am, I, I am starting to feel really. Like I'm break, like I'm breaking, and like like I'm vulnerable. That's that's the one. I'm vulnerable. Okay. And I give you and I give you this, this example, right? Me and Ted wrestle every day. I'm sure we talked about it on the pod before. Yeah. But we we wrestle most nights, and we we go at each other. Like Jen Jen will watch, and she'll just say, "Yeah, oh, I think you, I think this is too far," because like we you know we're kind of punching and like scratching and like headlocks. Like we're really quite physical. You're basically talking um, about um, a school disco fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a scrap in the playground. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. It's good fun. And he's only little. Like, but he can he can pack a punch. Um, but what he did the other day was he jumped from Jen's dressing table. <laughs> <laughs> you're, to, you're doing WWE, aren't you? <laughs> it's kind of like that top rope, yeah. He yeah. jumped from the top rope um, and landed on my back, which which I knew about. Like I laid down voluntarily for this, um, and and he, I think he landed on his knees. So it was there was no kind of cushioning. And anyway, I tensed and I th- and, and basically cracked a rib. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yeah. Oh right. no! And it was it was agony. But I don't think it was the impact of him. I think what happened was when he kind of landed, I tensed and like moved, like jolted. And I think it was that that cracked it. It just like was the perfect storm. Everything moved in the wrong way at the right time. And um, and I cracked a rib. It was agony. It was absolute agony. Like I couldn't sleep that night. It was terrible. <laughs> And Jen was like, you haven't cracked a rib like this. And I was like, fucking hell. Like, I, I can tell you, it yeah. feels like I've cracked a rib. Like, to touch it was, like, it was really tender. Um, and then she's like, we'll go to hospital. I was like, I'm not going to go to... Number one, there's nothing they can do at nope. hospital. Number two, it's COVID. So if they... 
like I'm not going to go knowing that if it is great, there's nothing they can do. Yeah. It's just all a waste of time. So I just kind of grinned and bared it. Um, but anyway, the point is, is that it made me realise that I'm not invincible. <laughs> what, at what point did you think you should stop this fight? Was it when he, when he, when he found um, a foldable chair and he collapsed it and he put it over your head? Is it, yeah. Like, it, you just sound like you, you, you're the undertaker and he's bloody Hulk Hogan. That's, it just yeah. sounds like you're doing that sort of wrestling. Or do you remember Mick Foley when yeah, he used I do, to have that yeah. sock and he used to stuff it up people's throats? <laughs> I think we've spoken to this before. I've spoken about this before on the podcast. But when when I used to do the radio show with my mate uh, Joel, when it was J.K. and Joel, so Joel it was he's a massive wrestling fan. He, there isn't anything he doesn't know about wrestling. I mean, he's a huge, huge fan. And because of this, he had a um, he was sort of in with the WWE, and whenever they came over to to the UK he would go to their events and they'd invite him to their events. So like, you know, WrestleMania. So I think three or four years on the bounce, I went to WrestleMania because they invited both of us because you can't have Joel without JK. (laughs) So I, and I hate wrestling. I I used to mention it on the radio show all the time that I thought it was fake and he would go, no, 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 it's not fake. It's sports entertainment. (laughs) I'm like, shut up. It's it's fake as hell. It's scripted. Wrestling (laughs) is scripted. And, um, but anyway, so I used to literally slate it and slag it off all the time. But they always used to like invite us to WrestleMania. I went to Detroit. I went to Florida twice. To Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> I went to Detroit. I went to Florida twice. And I went somewhere else. I can't remember where the other one was, wherever there was a WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, it was just incredible. And the amount of money they put into like this wrestling oh, is... It's crazy. It's crazy. There was um there was a recent documentary about it and it was uh, following a guy who's trying to make it big and they took you to the offices and it's you know like it's, it's the McMahon family isn't it who yeah, basically, they basically made it yeah Vince McMahon and, uh, is it or something yeah but those guys are just walking around like you see them on the TV and like, oh they're the superstars but they're also the people that are day to day running the office yeah <laughs> it was really weird <laughs> no it's great but but anyway back to the whole point of this conversation yes I mean y- you are definitely going to be feeling a older b more vulnerable c you're not as fit as you used to be no. but uh, but on, on the positive side d you have more padding now i don't <laughs> I have a lot more padding <laughs> i bloody need it as well and, then, and like it's things like um we were out in the garden throwing a ball to take a play cricket and my skill at throwing a ball like it's just gone gone downhill yeah like i can throw a ball like really well Except I can't anymore. It's but, like I'm, I feel like I'm fading away. Did you analyse it though? Whereas you say, not only am I not being, I, I can't throw a ball as far as I want to anymore. My arm hurts, and also the accuracy is shit. Yeah. You, oh I'm, yeah. I'm accuracy. finding that completely. Yeah, and I'm and I'm just I think I think I'm weaker. My knees are creaking, and I'm I'm only thirty two. But right. it just I think I, I tell you why this is heightened. I think that in throughout lockdown, I am so much less mobile. Because I'm not doing as much. I'm not walking as many places. I'm not running. I'm not playing football. It, like, I'm just not doing anything. So I just no. think I'm wasting away. Well, the major- I'm, I'm sure the majority of us are in a similar situation, especially as we're still in a pandemic. But then I do walk the dog and I look out and go, they're like the amount of people that run past me. Some are just jogging, some are sprinting, some have got like those weight packs on them, so they so it's harder. And I just keen beans. I, I look at them in two two ways. I look at them and go, Oh fuck off. And I also look at them going, No, 
no, you should be doing that. I'm really torn. Are you? But I know I'm the one that's going to finish this podcast, go into the kitchen, go into that cupboard, which has got the dry roasted nuts and eat those. I'm that guy. <laughs> Can't I win. But you know it already. You know what you're going to do. And I know that there's some barbecue coated crispy nuts in there as well. And I, I'm, I'm already, my mind is already on that and not a hundred percent you whilst doing this podcast. Hang on a minute, I'm just getting some... Uh, oh, you've got a snack tin in the office, haven't you? Oh, Grandma no. Ferguson flapjack. Oh. <laughs> and you think they're healthy, they're not. The amount of sugar well, and honey and well. stuff in there, it's... Yeah. Mm. But well. look, look, I'm, there are going to be many dads listening to this that hear you, Al, and feel exactly the same. Mm. Well, if, if you are hearing and empathising, get in touch with us. You can do it at dadsnet.com. Or you can find us on social media at the Dad's Net or at JK Jason King. Get in touch. In fact, the confession that's coming up after this was sent to us through your it's Instagram. social media. I've got a DM it's on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And the, so, so get in touch. Like, we love a chat. But the, are, you, are we doing that confession next then, yeah? Yeah. Oh, crikey. Um, get ready. Welcome to the confessional. Uh, this is where Dad's can you know take a load off and um, is that the right expression uh if you've done something and you want to you know you want you want to seek forgiveness from al or myself then hopefully we will do that so this confession came into me um via a dm someone slid into my dms i'm sure they they've set up an account purely to dm me this confession because it was well, it is anonymous isn't it yeah you know it's like uh it was an anon dot mus 36 or something like that <laughs> so someone has set something up to do this um, and uh, here's Al to tell you more. It's a good one. I mean, it's, it's, this is fascinating. And weird, weirdly, it aligns with another story that we had in Dad's Net as well. So it could be the same person. Anyway, dear Al and JK, how are you? <laughs> That's exactly how it starts. <laughs> here's the, here is the confession. And they put the in like, what they call the. inverted commas. Yeah, it's like really, really emphasizing this is the confession. So me and my wife have been together for a while and have two little girls. But for a while now, uh, we have been a bit tight for money. A few weeks ago, I got a call off a mate telling me that that a few nights previously, he and some friends got drunk and decided to go to a strip club for a laugh. Then he tells me that he recognised one of the strippers. And then I asked who he thought it was. He said it was my wife. I just laughed at that point. I think I'd probably punch him in the face. Yeah. You? Like, you what? But you're very um, understanding. Yeah, I just laughed and said it was. He was probably imagining things because he was drunk. But no, he was adamant that it was her. And to be honest, she had been going out a lot with friends late at night. So I asked her, and she just broke down in tears, saying she was sorry and that it was true, and she was worried we weren't going to be able to feed the kids anymore or pay the bills because we were running out of money. Should I forgive her? P.S. Love the podcast and would love to hear my confession on here. Best wishes, anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> look, I, I said to you, I said, look, I think this is fake. I don't, I don't think this is real. And you were like, no, no, no. On the Dad's Net, we've had a confession very similar to this, a story yeah. which has happened. Yeah, well, basically, so it was actually, I mean, it was really strange, but um, I actually got contacted by a mother-in-law whose son was, uh, whose son was in a relationship and the mother had taken the kids away from the son because he'd found out that she was, um, 
a sex worker. Oh, so not just so a stripper. So not just a stripper, but actually a sex worker wow. for, for more money or whatever. And they, they basically kicked off and she then left with the kids. And the mother-in-law was saying, look, my son can't see his kids. The, the, his wife has gone off. Um, whatever. What should he do? So that, this was how it came about and does it. So, so it does sound fake, but at the same time, this kind of stuff happens. But it, to, to me, it sounds like it should happen in a, a trashy trailer park in America. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound like it should happen here in the UK. I know that sounds yeah. very snobbish, darling. However, well, but, I'm, also, I'm also wondering which strip, what strip clubs are still open. <laughs> well, I, 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 this has got to be pre-COVID, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got to yeah. be. I think it's, uh, um, but, you know, I, I have to forgive. I mean, you've got, if you've got to pay for food, you've got to put, you know, you've got kids, you've got to put food on the table, you've got to live. I mean, yes, but I know I, you're going to say he should have, she should have told him. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the bit that I think is more has a bigger question mark about whether um, he should forgive. Like, should I? Is he says should I forgive her? I think it needs to read. Should I forgive her for lying to me for not for going behind my back for not involving me in this? And I think that that's the bigger question because like, there's no judgment here. Like. Stripping is a viable income. <laughs> like, like if you we've like all been there, and we've all like been showing... there. Not, not. I haven't stripped, but I've been in a strip club, so I can't say whatever. But I can't say you, it's... you've done the full Monty. I have actually done the full Monty, right? In Hull, yeah, in, see. In, in Hull in 1997, I did in Hull. In Hull, yeah, actually, yeah, at a theatre oh, in Hull, randomly for a radio station. But um, I, you know, you, you, you've just got to do what you got to. Yes, I know. I know there was information that was hidden from the other half, so there's a trust problem there. But you know, are you, are here's you, a question: Are you thinking? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? She must have been quite hot to be a decent stripper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine if his mate was like, oh, "I'm sure it was your wife." He goes, "Oh, did she look hot?" <laughs> what was she wearing? You're missing the point here. Not much. <laughs> yeah. Um, the que- here's my question: If and, and I think like there are a lot of people who are in very difficult financial situations. But would if you were in the situation where like it was mega tight, like electricity bills were on the line and food was tight and whatever else, what lengths would you go to 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 bring in some money? You're basically saying to me, would I would I deal drugs? That's what you're saying to me, isn't it? Because <laughs> I'm not I'm, I'm not good enough would to you be sell a stripper. Guns? Would, um, would you, you know. Strip? <laughs> I, I would no. I would. You, you just. You just gotta. You gotta do it. You gotta go and find that job. You've got to. You know. You, you've got to get what you can get at the time. I, I'm not going to mm. go down any illegal route. Absolutely not. I've never. You know. There have been times where it has been tough in in, in the past. I genuinely, genuinely, there has. And yeah. um, no. but would you would would you do any job? Yeah, because I think I think there are some people who are in very difficult financial situations, but also are unwilling to do certain. Jobs, like would you clean toilets or? I clean the toilet pretty much every two days. Why? 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 Why should I not just get paid for it? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I suppose so. It's different when it's your own piss, isn't it? Funny, isn't it? It's different when it's your own piss. Yeah, it is. There's, there's the quote for this week's show. It's different when it's your own piss. <laughs> And your kids piss. Weirdly, my kids piss is fine. I have no issue with my kids piss, but your kids piss. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I, you know, I had to wipe Luna's bum the other day. Can I just point out that my daughter's three and not 13? So when I had, to, I had to wipe Luna's bum and have you noticed this is totally going off subject here? Um, have you noticed that toilet paper now is quite slippy? 
Yeah, oh, it's a nightmare. It's and really annoying. If you want to do a good wipe, your fingers kind of slip off the toilet paper yeah. and go into your bum hole. Yeah, this you never end up used just wiping with your hands. This never used to be the case. Did I used to have sweatier hands? I don't know, because if you spit on your hands a little bit, then the toilet <laughs> tissue stays where it is. <laughs> oh, God. There's your parenting hack. When you're wiping your kid's ass, spit on your fingers so the so toilet the, paper yeah, doesn't slip. It's true. It works. <laughs> you're welcome, listeners. You're welcome. It works. <laughs> That's what you come here for. <laughs> so anyway, the answer to what I was talking about was, yeah, so I, it slipped and I had Luna's like poo on my fingers. You're right. Didn't really bother me. Just that's my yeah, daughter's no, fine, poo. Absolutely fine. Yeah. And that's weird. That is a bit weird. But yeah, other people's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure about that. Anyway, forgiven or unforgiven? Um, I think you should forgive her. The intentions were absolutely right. Uh, but I would have a serious conversation about um, like openness in the relationship. She was obviously devastated that it came to that. You know what I mean? That's what it was. Yeah. But I suppose it's different when you are literally showing other human beings your bits. I suppose that's where it's mm. slightly different. Yeah. Your boobs. Okay, what's next? Well, I know. Trust me, it's not just boobs. <laughs> Depends where you go. Uh, Do you know, here, let's just finish this really quickly. I've never, <laughs> ever been to a strip club. Shut okay? up. Never. And I'll tell you what happened. When Jen and I, when we were, when we got married, uh, obviously there was a lot of stuff going on with the miscarriage and stuff. So I never really, and also I didn't have any friends. That's a long story. Um, but <laughs> sorry for um, laughing. There's a whole story there. Um, I'll share it one day. Uh, but consequently, I never had like a stag do. And then for my thirtieth birthday, Jen sent me away with a, with friends that I had made since since then. <laughs> the other friends um, you have, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, and we all went. We went basically. She, she, I thought we were going away. I was going away with her for a night in Brighton, and actually, she then dropped me off, and she went home. And uh, and I was with these guys, um, some friends, and we basically went out for the night. And me and two of them, we, the group d- dispersed Always after does. several beers. And me and two guys, we were walking up Brighton High Street and uh, trying to get into this strip club. And um, and I was like, this is it. Like, first time ever. <laughs> like, really excited, like a little boy. And uh, I'm going to see boobies. <laughs> like it's funny how you go back to, you know, uh, go back to being very, very young with boobies, isn't it? Yeah, I exactly. See boobies. I just Yay. felt like a little kid. It was great. I felt I felt like the moment uh, I had a black and white photo of Jerry Halliwell with her boobs out from the sun <laughs> when I was when I was 13. All right, <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, but... Uh, anyway, the bouncers were on the door and my friend was absolutely wrecked. And they said, no, nah, you're not coming in. He's too drunk. No. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but what about punish the boobies? Me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we didn't go into the strip club. So I still, to this day, have never, ever been to a strip club. Well, um, let's let's leave that there and let's see what happens if you're a good boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe when lockdown lifts, you can take me out. Oh, go on then if I have to. <laughs> I don't know what that's saying. Things friends have to do. I mean, God, you're such a chore. (laughs) Right, moving on. Welcome back. It's uh, it's time for a little bit of uh, fatherhood therapy. Um, it's 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 mainly an opportunity for for JK or myself to 
vent, uh, you know, metaphorically scream into the microphone for the next few minutes um, and and consequently feel a little bit better. It's much cheaper than any kind of therapist that I've ever... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So th- this, is, this is what it is. And hopefully you can relate. I mean, that's the point here. You can relate. But also, please do get in touch if you have any, you know problems that you would like to just receive some therapy we're happy to kind of uh you know take requests <laughs> um but you, you you've actually got a friend who put something in this week haven't you? this actually is a friend although this has happened to me as well and i'm sure that um people can relate so my mate has recently um got a new car uh he he sort of lives in london he drives in and out of london so he's needed to go from the car that's really expensive because boris now wants you to be charged four million pounds for one trip into london so he has to go with a more efficient car, which I'd say probably a hybrid or something like that. So he's got this new car, and it took a while for them to choose the car that they wanted, him and his wife. Anyway, they both agreed eventually on this car. And let's say, for the sake of this conversation, it's a it's a 4x4 hybrid. It's a Lexus, right? It's a Lexus. It's not, but let's just say that. Um, and when they were both sort of like, he was going, oh, what about this Volvo? She's like, no, I don't want to go, I don't want a Volvo. What about this Range Rover? He's going, no, that's way too expensive. We're getting a used car. So they're going through this whole thing and they settled on the Lexus. So like, everyone happy? Yeah, before we hit buy, everyone happy? Yep. Okay, fine, we're happy. So goes and picks it up. Well, actually, doesn't doesn't pick it up because it was COVID. So it gets sent over. They part exchanged and the other one gets shipped off and then they've got their new car. It's really weird. All of a sudden, you wake up one day and on your drive, there's a car. (laughs) Oh, we've got a new car. Fantastic. Nice. But why is it that... And this is not everyone, but he's like, why is it that your other half, when it comes to driving a new car for the first time, doesn't want to drive it? You've had all the conversations about, are you okay to drive this? It's a bigger car than what we've got now. Are you happy? You're absolutely happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's now spending most of his time convincing his wife to drive it in certain situations. They were in Tesco the other day in a car park that was empty. He tried to get her to drive it in the car park that was empty and try and park it in a parking space just so she was used to it. And it's got cam- yeah. it's got 360 degree cameras all around. Yeah. It's like this thing parks itself. But why is it? Why is this that big pushback? on the other half wanting to drive a new car. Yeah, I, I, I hear you, and I, and I can understand the frustration. However, isn't it... Like, if Jen turned around and said, nah, not driving, I'd be like, fine. <laughs> no, but... It, OK, let me... Let me good. Let, <laughs> that's yeah. good that you're not going to drive. <laughs> that, means, that, that means there's no dings. That means, like, people are safer. <laughs> Everyone in life's happier. Jen's yeah, not driving. But my, that's yeah, a result but my wife is a really like charlie's a great driver she's a really good driver she used to drive like 130 miles a day for work and and this and this is like four in the morning she used to do a breakfast radio show so she's a great driver she's really good she's putting all the yeah. miles and she's fantastic <laughs> she's a great driver at 4 a.m when no one else is out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where she right. can veer across all lanes of the motorway everything yeah, exactly. is fine but you know, we've so we've changed cars since then. So because we obviously, you know, we had two kids, we got a dog. We went from a normal sort of car. We had a normal like, um, you know, what are they called? Hatchback. Hat, no, was it hatchback? Yeah, hatchback. So we had to go to a, a bigger car. So an estate or a four by four. She doesn't want an estate. Sov. She doesn't like an estate because it says it, it just basically labels you as old. You are dying. Mm. So we had to go for a four by four. So we got we got a four by four. Got a used one. 
And I was like, right, because this is this this is a very safe car, five star Euro. What is it? What do you call it? Euro Cap rating or whatever it is, five stars. So this is what the car that you should be driving with the kids because you drive the kids mainly. This is the car you should have, and and I'll just get a little car for me to go backwards and forwards to the station. So we bought a, like a, a little Citroen C3, which was a grand or something like that. Literally a car that can just get battered that I drive yeah. to the station and back. What's the current situation? She's in the C3 and you're driving the 4x4 to the station. Back. Which is all of 1.8 miles <laughs> or whatever it is. It's more than that. But And I'm like, baby, you've got to drive. You've got to drive it. She's like, I'll drive it in my own time. I want to drive it by myself first. Okay, well, when do you want to do that? I'll do it in my own time. Okay, what I'm going to do, sometime this week, I'm going to drive the Citroen to the station. So you've got no choice. You can't do that. We'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but mate, I... I for me, this is like this is music to my ears. Like I, this is this is. I, I think I'm on the other side of it. I'm just like, like I think my issue is when Jen's like, I'm driving. Like no, <laughs> no, please. Like it's just. I think it's just a bit. Yeah. It, I mean, both are frustrating for different reasons. <laughs> but it's a car that was bought mainly for my wife. That has she's only yeah. driven it twice. Twice. Yeah, I mean that's the. That's the reason when when the, when obviously you've bought it with them in mind and and actually if you didn't have them in mind you would have gone for something completely different. But that is very frustrating. With the saloon that we had before, it was the opposite because the saloon was my car and she had um, she had a Honda a Honda Civic which was a fantastic car, but and she never wanted to drive the other car okay which was the mm. car we always sort of went out in. Um, yeah. it, that changed. She eventually drove the big saloon car and loved it. So then she stuck with that one. So then I did have the Honda. Yeah. So that worked. But so basically, what we're saying is we are just we're just uh, at the mercy of whatever our wives decide. <laughs> like if they want to drive it, we're, we're we're buggered. If we don't, if they don't want to drive it, we're still buggered. We just do what we're told. <laughs> like, we'll is... just drive whatever car is left on the driveway. <laughs> How many seasons of this podcast are we in now? We could have stopped this season after season one by going. Look, just so you know, you've got no control, none yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> This is it. Done and dusted. Podcast over. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I think I think probably there's listeners who fall on both ends of this spectrum. Uh, and, and overriding can empathise with the fact that we just do what we're told. Just do what we're told. <laughs> right. Let's move on. What's next? Next, we're going to be talking about um, the, the advice that we got when we were becoming a dad, but also the advice that we get now. And whether it's useful, whether it's just a waste of time, whether it's annoying... We're going to be talking about it. I, I, I also might have some advice as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that next. Coming up next. Okay, so this is this, this part of the show is where we're going to talk about the advice that we got um, before we became a dad, as we were, you know, as we were dads. Any troubles that we had. So this is. This is the, adv- the the wisdom that you would go to certain people for. Maybe you know, I'd go, you know, I could go to you, or I'd go to, um, I wouldn't go to my dad because he's useless. But you know, I'd I'd go to other mates or stuff like that. Mind yeah. you, he did he did an all right job on me. Um, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought was, if I said it, it would be better. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so it is is exactly is exactly that. I'll give you an example. Right, there's this piece of advice that people that you that is like general advice that people offer to new parents, and it's absolute dog shit okay yeah yeah this is what they say they say make sure that when the baby sleeps you sleep 
Like, if anyone says that, punch them in the face. Okay? Okay. And the reason is, when the baby sleeps, that's your time to work. Like, we have to work to tidy the house, to cook your dinner, to clean the car, to do whatever it is that normally needs to happen. That's when you have to do it. So when people say, oh, just sleep when the baby sleeps, it's like, yeah, that's fine. Who's going to clean the fucking house? <laughs> All right, mate. Like that, like it's a piece of absolutely but, dog shit advice. Okay, can I, can I, can I just, uh, let me give you my version. What about if you sleep when the baby sleeps sometimes? And then you can still do the house and stuff like that. Because that I think that's what we try to do. With, it never happened with Luna. But with Noah, I'm sure that's what I said to Charlie. When Noah sleeps, you sleep. And she's, she said the same. Well, what's going to get done? Because I was still working. Yeah. What's going to get done? But when I am here, because I was there in the mornings, like I will try and do the majority of it. But maybe you just sleep. Try and sleep every now and again. Just so it, stuff will get done. It will get done. But just sleep every now and again. So yeah, I don't maybe. think it's total shit. <laughs> but I do you just get, tweaked it. But if you you're a single mum, if you're a single mum, then yeah, yeah. it is total yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anyway, so things like that. I think things like that, people that, um, that offer. And usually, I think a lot of this comes from parents. So I, obviously there's valuable advice. I mean, let's talk about that. What's the one piece of advice that you got from friends, family, relatives? What's the one piece of advice that you've kind of always carried with you? Um, the, the sleep when they sleep was definitely one of them. <laughs> Absolutely was one of them. Um, what else? Uh, the, the best bit of advice I got, I think, was that a baby is challenging. A baby mm. can try and rip you apart as a relationship. And remember that. Remember who you were before you had babies. And I remember yeah. that. That's a really good, a good bit of advice. I have. I would give advice now after having two children. This is the advice that I would give, and that is prepare for change. Because whatever, mm. it doesn't matter what you do, you can settle into a routine or do whatever or do whatever, but prepare for everything to change and change on a regular basis. Because parenting is, it's relentless, it's nonstop. Yeah. And what, what, what I can guarantee is change. That's, that was the advice there. And I think yeah. that just sort of prepares you a little bit because it does always yeah. change. And I think like there are some pieces of, of advice that are relevant at every stage of parenting. Mm. And I think that that is true now. Like even like I can remember when Ted suddenly went to school and I was like, crap, I've just wasted and lost a lot of time. Cause once they start school, they've started school. I mean, obviously now we've had lockdown and they've been back, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, well, aside, yeah. that aside, uh, you know, it's like, you know, they're now entering 18, well, 14 years of education. Yeah. So, and I've lost the time where he wasn't going to school. Um, so yeah, that, that change is relevant at every stage yeah. of parenting. You know, that, you know, now there's things like, uh, before he'd cuddle me all the time. Now he's like, I don't want to cuddle. Yeah. <sighs> okay, mate. Yeah. There will be a day <laughs> and, and where like, he doesn't want to cuddle. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And like, there's other stuff as well that I, that I, I, advice I was given and I would also pass on, which I think is relevant when you're a new parent and new dad, but also every step of the way. So things like, um, uh, be kind to yourself. Like I beat myself up so much about when Ted's upset and I think it's because of me or is, is he doing all right? Like, is he behind on this? Is he, you know, I'm constantly beating myself up and, and be kind to yourself every step I think is really good advice you can take throughout the whole of parenting. Um, also one was 
accept the help. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying to your parents or friends or forums or wherever in dad's net and saying, I need some help. Yeah. Like, I don't think that, I think with parenting, it's not a sign of weakness, it's actually a sign of strength. Yeah. Because no, you don't, you don't, of course you need help. You're an absolute moron if you think you don't need help. There was, can I just say, there was a, um, a meme I saw the other day where was it, it takes a village to raise a family. Is that the, is that the phrase? Yeah. 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 And someone just put, um, this village that everyone's talking about to raise a family, anyone got a number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I can't find it. Sale, <laughs> It's so true. Yeah. I mean, I, I used is. to hear that all the time. Um, well, because what I used to do, what was it? I used to do a lot of um, lot of work with Channel Mum. Do you remember Channel Mum? Remember, remember that? Yeah. And we used to, uh, and that was one of the big phrases. And I oh, yeah. saw that meme and I thought, anyone got a number for this uh, this so-called village? Email? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just any, any way of anyone? contacting them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what else is there? What else you got? Uh, another big, a big bit of advice: don't lose your sense of humour when you become yep. a first-time dad. Yeah, um, and also if you are in a in a couple, um, then don't then take care of each other. I think that's the biggest thing, and, and also let let someone take care of you. I think sometimes me and Jen, we even now we are. I don't. I don't. I don't like accepting her taking care of me. Because I'm like, no, I want to take care of you. But then she doesn't accept me taking care of her. So it's like we're kind of at loggerheads because we don't let each other. But as you're at loggerheads, you are still helping each other. You're still going through the day, you know, being there for each other physically, mentally. You are still doing it. I think you're both, yeah, you've both got that will to do it. So you're yeah. probably kind of doing it. Yeah, but we, I mean, it's like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. It's this sort of like emotional advice. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the example. Um, in the mornings, like the morning is my time. Like every time Ted, wake, whenever Ted wakes up or Ted and I wake up when she's here, I, I get up with them like without fail. And there are times where, and I, and I like doing that cause it's like, okay, well, Jen can just have an extra half an hour where usually she works, but you know, she's, you know, or she'll just stay asleep for a little bit longer or rest a little bit longer. Um, and I, and that for me is like, I, I'm, I'm, doing that for you, like, for you. When Jen turns around and goes, right, do you want a lion tomorrow? I'll get up with the kids. I'm like, nope, no yeah. thanks. Like, I won't let her do that yeah, because yeah. it's like, no, I'm giving to you. Yeah, yeah, no, you <laughs> should. So I won't let her do it. I, I actually, I got a lion this morning. I actually did Ooh. get a lion, yeah. But I, I think you looked bushy-eyed and we said, bushy-tailed. You, I've got bushy-eyed, I've got, a, I've got a monkey eye, I've got a bloody, <laughs> I've got another sty. Jesus well, Christ. That's what you get for lying in, mate. Uh, yeah, don't, kids don't lie in, you get styes. Not factually true. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, but good advice and, and, and hopefully that has helped. As always, dadsnet.com. Go and check out, um, go and check it out because there are loads of like-minded dads that are probably in situations like you and can help out. So dadsnet.com. Right, coming next. JK is going to talk about some tech that he wants. <laughs> Not out yet. Shh, yeah, tech that he wants. Shh, don't tell him. <laughs> When, when it comes to smart speakers in your house, what smart speakers are, are your smart speaker of choice? A long, very have, long way of getting around to the question. We have one of the the original Alexas, yeah. and we also have a Portal, which has Alexa on it. Okay. 
Okay, so you are more the Amazon smart speaker. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm a massive fan of, I think they sound great. I think they look great. And I, I lo- they just work. They work, you know, Amazon is a massive multi-billion pound company. Their stuff just works. And I'm a big believer in it. So there's a new, you know, I'm also a big fan of, of the Echo Shows. And if you don't know what an Echo Show is, it's basically a screen with a speaker. So you yeah. can watch, you know, Amazon Prime on it. You can watch other bits and bobs. You can listen to all your music and stuff. But there's a new, so I've got I've got the Echo Show 8, which is brilliant. We never thought we'd use, Charlie actually said to me when I bought them, she was like, we'll never use that. Guess who uses it the most? Charlie. Charlie, yeah. So, and she does it like, when, when we're in the kitchen, I like to listen to Sonos and just listen to music she watches stuff so she'll be at the minute she's just going through Desperate Housewives again but she does it as she cooks or if she's washing up but I listen to music if I cook and I wash up so yeah, and they're brilliant they are fantastic things you can get your photos so all your photos if you um, upload them to Amazon which is free photo stuff is free then you can see all your photos on the devices as well they're like you know what I mean those sort of things Yeah. but this yeah. there's a new one that's coming out which is the all new Echo Show 10 which is the third generation and it looks phenomenal basically this thing so when you're doing video calls this thing will move around the screen moves around as you move around it follows you so it has this sort of I think it's three, that's cool Portal does that does it as well no but does yeah. it move around and follow you yeah the actual, I mean, the actual screen moves Oh no no no! Screen doesn't move. Yeah, this screen moves with you. So it's it's on, so basically it's on it's set on this speaker, and then the spe- the actual screen goes round when you move, and also oh, you, cool. you can use that 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 revolving screen. I think it's three sixty. I'm pretty certain. I'll have, look, when I get it, I'll I'll check for sure. But when you're out of your house and you want to check if everything's okay in the house, you can manually get this screen to look round your house for you. So it's like a security thing. Yeah, it's it looks phenomenal. The, the sound that's really cool. The sound is incredible. If it's anything like the Show Eight, which is phenomenal, it's it, it looks it looks amazing. It really does. So that's what I hope to um, review soon when I when I get. Do they it. do they know what price they're coming at? Yeah, two three nine. So two hundred and forty quid. Mm, is that good? I think for what it is, so remember you're getting, it, it's 10 inch, so it's, it's the size of an iPad. An iPad is pretty much mm. 10 inch. So that's the size, that's the screen. The camera in it is phenomenal. Um, the, the sound system, like I said, is brilliant. Um, and I love this whole turning around with these sort of things. So if you're doing, also imagine you're doing a recipe and, and you have to go to cupboard to cupboard, but it, it'll still follow you then. It, this follow yeah. technology is really good. I'm going to delve into Do you move it. them? What do you mean move them? Like, do you, if you need it in the kitchen for a recipe, do you, you have it in the kitchen? But then if you're then doing a, a, a FaceTime call or a call, a video call with someone on a Saturday night, would you then move it into the lounge? Well, you could, but I, I would, with stuff like that, I would just keep that one in the main room where I'd video call or use it the most. And then, because I've, because you can get like, you can get sh- like the, the other thing, the show eights will be, will be cheaper when this comes out you can already yeah. get them they used to be about 119 quid you can get them i think when on black friday you could get them for like 50 56 quid or something so you're better off getting one for the rooms that you want i think obviously but also look because amazon does renewed it does the warehouse deals so you can always get these really really cheap mm-hmm. and they're, they've mainly been sent back or there's a there's a sort of a, a minor scratch on top of it but always look for those sort of deals when it comes to amazon because it works mm. but yeah i'll get when when we get this we'll go more in depth with a review but i think it looks fantastic and they come in charcoal fabric i think it's charcoal gray 
and glacier white. So charcoal and glacier white. Mm. It looked lovely. Nice, amazing. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, I, I quite, I'd quite like. Um, we our portal's quite good, but it's quite small. Um, we we only use it really for um, video calls using Messenger. To be honest. But you've got, you've got so many devices that can do that now. You know, we're on yeah. our lap, we're on our laptop seeing each other now. I've got an iPad in front of me which can do that. I've got an Echo Show five inch which is down here which can do that. You know, that's yeah. the thing. We, we do need to check out, check our devices that can do all this stuff. Do we need it for that? That's another thing you have to look at. So. Mm. But anyway, thank you for listening today. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you rate us, uh, subscribe, get in touch, review us, follow us, all of that jazz. All that jazz. And until next Did I sell week. sell that? Yeah, you sold it really well. Uh, until next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>